welcome to Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee. I'm your host, Kieran. And in this space, I chat all things motherhood, spirituality, personal development, all the fun things that come with this huge transition into motherhood that is matrescence. So thank you for being here. I am truly honored to be in your ears supporting you in this way. If you have been loving the podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all of the things just to help, you know, this little podcast grow. I would be ever so grateful. So in this episode, I want to chat about if you discover something that you feel like you should take or something that you really want to do, an action that you really want to do, but it feels way too big, way too scary. And you're like, oh, it kind of feels exciting. I feel really called to it. I feel the tingles of yes in my body, but I don't know. It's not for me. That life will never be for me. I'm not brave enough to do that. You know, someone else will do it. It's not my story. And you come up with all these excuses. But there's this little part inside of you that can just never let it go. And it's always in the back of your mind. And I really want to give you some support around that. And I'm going to bring in elements of both spirituality and really practical because I think it's really important for those two worlds to combine. We don't need just the, you know, spiritual stuff without the really tangible, practical stuff that's going to support us along the way as well. So let's dive into it. First off, if there's something that is in the back of your mind that you keep thinking about, but you're not really sure if it's for you or if you want to do it, then there's a few questions that I ask myself that I'm going to share with you here that might be supportive. And this is really going to help ground into, yes, it's time to go now, or no, it's not for me, or there's something else I need to put in place first before I can kind of take this action. And then if you do decide it is go time, then I'm going to share with you eight tips, eight little things that you can take away and maybe implement to create some momentum because the momentum is really important. But first off, let's start with these questions. So if something comes into my field and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, I ask myself, would I expect future Kieran to do this? And if the answer is yes, then I ask myself, why can't present Kieran do it? And I get really serious with myself about this question. If there's obviously something, you know, logistical or financial that it's just not going to be possible right now, then fine. I kind of park it and perhaps I do things um, that can try and move through some of those barriers. But if I get really serious with myself and the only reason that I come up with that I can't do it right here and right now is because it feels way too scary and I don't feel brave enough, then I can't check myself and I say, well, will future Kieran really be braver if you're not actually moving steps towards doing brave things? What is really, you know, underneath that or what's kind of holding you back there? But if it's just a matter of being brave, then it's time to, you know, time to get serious with myself. The other question that I ask is if I look back in five years' time, will I really regret not taking this action? Will I get to a point where I say, oh, I wish I just had been brave enough to do it back then or I wish I had done this earlier because it it has been so amazing and I could have been living this way so much earlier had I been that little bit more brave. 
some people like to ask, you know, will you have those regrets if you're laying on your deathbed? I don't know. To me, that feels a little bit morbid and a little bit too far away, hopefully. <laughs> so I really connected with, you know, either that five or that 10 year version of myself and say, will you really regret not having had done it? And if sitting with those questions and um, asking myself those and getting really serious about those answers, I'm like, okay, it is go time. Then it's really important to start creating that momentum, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. We can, of course, have the support of the universe. I really deeply believe that the universe, some bigger force out there, is supporting and guiding us. But it's not just a matter of hoping and wishing and waiting that something is going to drop into your lap. It doesn't work that way. You have to create momentum. You have to meet the universe halfway, and then it will start opening doors. It'll start clearing paths to meet you there. But you have to do your part as well. So I'm going to go through a whole bunch of tips. As I said, I've got eight tips that you can use to start creating momentum. This isn't a matter of just picking one and sticking with it and staying with that. You might want to pick and choose and move and sway with your energy. Um, but yeah, as I said, like you have to create a lot of a lot of momentum with this. So if you're just kind of sitting down, creating one vision board, looking at it every now and again, and that's about it, that is not going to be enough momentum to get you moving forward. So Let's dive into these eight things, and I'm going to give some examples along the way of, um, you know, what a big scary action might be, and then how these uh, these actions or these steps along the way can support you. So, number one, clarify and connect with your values. So this can really help motivate you and provide that deeper sense of purpose in your life. When you can understand why you are wanting to take an action, it can help you move towards that. It can get really clear on why it's important to you and it starts to change the way that you connect in with it. Now, this might be something really tangible on why you want to do it. You know, it might have a financial gain or it might just be a feeling. It might just be intuitively I feel pulled here. I get the tingles of excitement when I think about it. So this is a really great way to start flexing that trust and intuition muscle that you've got. So, for example, you might think you want to try an improv improv class, but you don't really know why. If you can connect it to your values, maybe your value is feeling really creative and you feel like an improv class is going to get you connected to that creativity. Or... Maybe you're really feeling like doing a burlesque class and you're like, oh, what is it under the burlesque that makes me feel excited about that? And a value of yours is feeling really sexy and empowered. Well, great. Now you know that you're doing it to connect to those values. And it's not necessarily about the burlesque or whatever class you choose. It's more about really living within those values and knowing that that is the mode to be able to do that. Or maybe you're feeling like really intrigued by pottery classes and you're like, what's underneath that? Why do I feel drawn to that? Maybe it's because that's going to help you feel really present and connected with the current moment and just tuning everything else out around. And you feel like pottery is going to do that. Great. Then you're really connecting in. Here is my value. My value is presence. And this is going to be that way that I can connect in with that. So when you're thinking about rocking up to a class or booking a class and that feels too overwhelming or too scary, you can keep connecting back in with this is going to 
um, really get me connected to ways that I want to feel in my life. It's gonna, it's really going to bring those values to life instead of just having them as you know lofty concepts that are just out out in the world without you actually feeling them and living them and embodying them. So really think about what are those values and how how is what I'm feeling drawn to being connected to that or you know maybe you realize that it's maybe not necessarily connecting to your values and there might be something else that you want to do instead and maybe that's where the resistance has come from because it's not quite nailed what you're looking for. So really important to try and connect in with that. As I said, don't get all heady. If it's a real intuitive pull or just that real um, visceral experience that you're having in your body when you think about this big, scary thing, just trust that and and don't necessarily think that you've got to get all heady about it. Um, But it can be a nice way to, yeah, get a little bit more, um, like I said, that deeper sense of purpose there. Number two, connect in with how you'll feel after the action has been taken. So really allow it. And when I say connecting with it, I'm talking about that real uh, real visceral experience in your body of feeling what that is going to feel like. Now, there's a few ways that you can do this. So depending on how you know you like to learn and connect in with all of this stuff, there's a lot of options available. So you might want to do visualizations. So maybe putting on some nice uplifting music connecting in with your breath, softening, feeling yourself in the present moment, and really allowing yourself to feel transported into the time where you are living this goal, this outcome, this action. What does it feel like in your body? Allow it to rise up and really start to ground into safety in that feeling that you're having. You might be seeing it playing out in front of you. You might be seeing it in your mind's eye. But when we start to visualize an act, it actually generates an impulse in our um, brain to tell our body to perform that act. So what it's doing is it's really priming your body, priming your mind, priming your hormones to get um, aligned with and attuned with that becoming your reality. And that's one of those things that can really help that universe open up for us and allow us to be guided and, um, yeah, guided through that journey with that universe kind of meeting us halfway, as well as us doing that physical part in our body. So visualization is really, really powerful. It's a tool I used to teach um, when I would teach childbirth education on how to start working towards that, that birth goal that you wanted. So it's not necessarily about I'm visualizing this, so this is exactly how it's going to plan out because we have to have a level of openness to this as well. We don't want to become stuck and and rigid and, and solid in what we are hoping for. But don't think that you can't allow yourself to really feel um, open to and grounded in that feeling of what this perfect reality of you will look like. You could also do, if that's too much for you, if you're like, oh, I don't really, I don't feel creative enough to know exactly what it's going to look or feel like, you can maybe connect in with a future self meditation. So something like Insight Timer is a free meditation app. There is like thousands, millions, I don't know, (laughs) a shit ton (laughs) of free meditations that you can do. Just chuck it into the search future self meditation and that's going to guide you through it. So if you like more of the guided um, guided meditations, that would be a really beautiful one to connect in with. 
There's also scripting. So if you like writing, you can script out what this is going to look like. Now with scripting, you want to write it in the present tense. So as if your dream, your your outcome has become your reality and get really, really specific about bringing in all of the senses and about how you move through your day. So for example here, Say you want to pack up your life and move to a new state or a new country or go traveling around Australia in a caravan. So write about how will your day look? How's your day going to start? What can you hear as you lay in bed in the morning? What do your sheets feel like? Who are you with? What is the temperature like? What are you getting up and eating for breakfast? How are you feeling in your body? What are you going to be doing with your day? And get really, really specific about each little thing that you are moving through and feeling and experiencing as you're writing it down. Get pen to paper and write it down. So lots of ways there that you can connect in with how you'll feel after you have kind of reached your goal. Number three, immerse yourself in a world where what you're seeking is normal. It often can feel really big and scary because it's abnormal to us, because we don't see people around us living it, breathing it, experiencing it. So if you can start immersing yourself in a world where it is normal, it's going to start to change the way that you view that action. It's no longer going to, to seem so unusual or weird or big or scary because you've seen people living it. You have the information to support that this can become your reality. So for example, perhaps your action is that you want to homeschool your children. And that seems like a really, really big thing, but there's just this pull inside of you that feels like this is the right choice. Maybe you want to join some local homeschool groups on Facebook and ask to meet up with some families just to chat about what it's like. Maybe you go delving into podcasts about, you know, the way that this would work in with your life. Maybe you go to the library and hire out a whole bunch of books. Maybe you curate your social feed to have people who do homeschool their children. So there's lots of ways that you can bring in evidence that this can work and how it actually looks. You know, aside from just doing the general practical research about what it's going to entail and what you would need to do to make that a reality, start connecting in with families and, and businesses that do this for a living and see how it might fit on you. Number four, really lean in on your support system. Start actually telling people about what you're going to be doing. When you start speaking it out loud and when people start seeing you in that as your reality, it can become easier for you to move towards that. Instead of just being this secret, quiet thing that you no longer tell, that you don't tell anybody about, start speaking it out loud and, and leaning on them and bringing them into it so they can cheer you on, so they can champion you. I have this thing with my girls that when we make wishes, they don't, they're, they're not meant to be secret. They're meant to be spoken out loud. When we speak things out loud, it holds a lot of power. So start speaking out loud to yourself, but also, you know, leaning on your support system there. Now, one little thing to be mindful of with that is just 
be really discerning with who you do choose to share it with. Because if it's something big and scary and you feel like there's people that you share it with that they're going to talk you out of it or tell you that you're being weird or crazy or that it's too scary or it's not possible, that's not the type of support we want to be leaning on. That is really going to derail us moving towards the actions that we need to be taking. And I go a lot deeper on that in a previous episode that I've done called uh, Breaking the Mold, Four Tips to Going Against the Norm. So if what you are planning to do or you're hoping to do is really against anything that you have seen in your life or for those people around you, or you feel like you're not going to have a lot of support from those people around you, please, please, please go back and listen to that episode just scroll back a little bit in in the podcast list and find the episode Breaking the Mold, Four Tips to Going Against the Norm. And I think that would be really supportive for you in conjunction with this episode with these kind of um, more broad tips that I'm giving you as well. Okay, number five, slowly increase your capacity to push the edges of your boundary. We don't need to go jumping headfirst into something without stretching those boundaries. If it's too big, if it's too much, it's going to feel unsafe. And I'm going to chat a little bit about safety next. But this, I really want you to start practicing to push those edges, right? Push them a little bit and then come back to safety. Push them a little bit more, come back to safety. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same realm as what you're wanting to take the action in, just in general, pushing the edges of what feels comfortable and then coming back can be really supportive across all areas of your life. So for example, maybe your big action that you want to take is exploring something sexually, but going straight into that thing that you're really desiring feels too big. So maybe you start getting comfortable in wearing lingerie, Or maybe you don't feel comfortable in your body with all of the changes that have happened because of motherhood. So maybe your boundary pushing is just to start walking around naked or doing some mirror work, or perhaps you want to start experimenting with some new toys or finding private classes where you can connect in with those things. So for example, um, I, I think it's called Shibari where they do the rope tying. You can find incredible people around Perth that offer private lessons on how to Taishibari. So it's not like you have to go, you know, into, um, I don't know, sex clubs or whatever, if that feels too full on for you, you can find private classes to be able to explore these things in really safe ways. So getting really creative about, okay, how can I push the edges now? And then how can I also slowly dip my toe in a way that does um, not feel like I'm going too far outside of my comfort zone, but still really kind of pushing that boundary to grow and expand and explore. Okay, number six, create safety for yourself. So yes, we do want to push those boundaries, but we also want to create safety. And, you know, there's this thing that that you might hear in the spiritual world, just jump and trust that the universe is going to catch you. Yes. And, and (laughs) we don't want to be jumping so far that our nervous system goes into complete dysregulation because we're going to go into a fear response. We're going to freeze. We're going to run. It is not going to be supportive. There still needs to be elements of safety. And I will never encourage anyone to do something that is just so far outside of their safety zone because it's just going to put you backwards. 
So identify how you can tether yourself to safety as you do start kind of pushing those boundaries or really start moving towards that action, right? We don't want to be going into major dysregulation. We want to have that level of safety there. So for example, maybe your big action is that you want to start expressing yourself way more boldly through your clothing, but it's hard in motherhood, you know, when maybe the clothes don't fit the same or maybe you've never really expressed yourself that boldly through clothing, but you're in a, in a space now where you're like, all right, I'm ready to do it. So maybe your safety is that you start wearing the things at home first because when you walk past a window and catch your reflection or you walk past a mirror, you want to start to feel really comfortable within yourself first and foremost before you take it out to the streets. Right. So the safety is being at home and just getting comfortable with yourself. Maybe then your next level of safety will be wearing it out to a a friend's house for dinner. Right. So you start to be more bold around the people that you love. And then maybe it's one quick outing out to the shops instead of being out all day in it. So you can see that, yes, you are still taking those steps. Yes, you are still growing and and changing and exploring with that. But there is also that level of safety. Or maybe it's just that level of safety is just wearing one bold thing instead of a whole new bold outfit and then slowly increasing the number of garments that you wear that are more bold and, and feel more like the authentic self that you want to be connecting with. Okay, number seven, check in with your ego. Identify if there's any underlying stories there that your ego is holding on to and that are creating resistance for you. And this is a really, really beautiful way um, that energy coaching can come and support you because that ego likes to be up in the mind. It likes to tell you a whole bunch of stuff about why you can't, why you shouldn't, why you're not good enough. And if we can get underneath that, by dropping down into that energetic field, really connecting in with awareness in a totally different way than just being in that conscious mind where those egos can usually run the run the show. Um, it brings a lot more awareness into things that you can move through because you start to understand the story. You start to understand the root cause of where that belief has come from and it can start to Um, make it easier to move through because you can identify it then. And then you have the power to say, I know that this is just a story coming from my ego and I'm going to write a new story. So say, for example, your big action is that you want to invest money in a certain way, but you're actually telling yourself a lot of stories that you're not good with money, that you can't be trusted with money, that you're never going to be wealthy, that you always make bad investment decisions, that money is really scary and that it's not safe with you so it's just going to disappear anyway. If you're holding on to those stories in your in your mind, in your ego, then that's going to become your reality because what we tell ourselves, what, what we have as that belief is what becomes our reality. So it's about identifying where am I holding on to resistance because of these beliefs that I have and how can I then support myself to rewrite those beliefs? You can do lots of things like um, affirmations. You can do things like self-concept, so like rewriting those fears and doubts into a new story and and belief and just um, reading that to yourself as well, maybe recording it, having it with some inspiring, uplifting music in the background. Um, So you are really starting to rewrite those beliefs and those stories. Um, And we can do that through energy coaching as well. So when we drop into that energetic space, 
we start to shift those beliefs and those stories at an energetic level. So it can be really supportive, a really powerful way to start shifting and changing those stories at that um, underlying level to be able to support you more in the 3D world. So check in with the ego. What's going on there? Where's that resistance coming from? And notice that and just remind yourself, this is a story. This is just a belief and I'm here to rewrite that story. All right, number eight, trust the transformation is in the journey. And there's a few things tied in with this. Number one, your goal might not be what you expect once you reach it. So if you're putting all of your hopes and dreams and desires on, you will be happy when you reach it and you get there, maybe you're disappointed. And then you kind of think, well, what a waste of time. What was all that for? But if you can connect in with and trust that every step that you are taking along the way is part of the transformation process, even if you get there at the end and it's not necessarily what you expect, you can look back with so much gratitude and so much pride about how much you have grown along the way. It allows you to focus on those smaller steps instead of getting caught up in like just having to reach that end goal. What are the smaller steps that you can take along the way? And, you know, a lot of the momentum that we've talked about can be supportive in those smaller steps or can be those smaller steps. So for example, maybe you're thinking about changing career or starting a new business. There is a huge growth journey that happens on the way to those things, you know, really stepping into your power, really stepping into your self-worth. And those things in itself are a journey to reach. So, of course, I would hope that you hold so much pride and gratitude for yourself in the way that you, you kind of show up for yourself on that journey along the way. We can connect in with that universal energy that's guiding the process and meeting you in the momentum, really trusting in the universe, meeting you there. There's lots of ways that you can do that. Maybe you do that through meditation. Maybe you do that through new moon moon ceremonies. Maybe you do that through tarot in seeking guidance um, and support through tarot. So there's lots of ways that we can really connect in with that universal energy and trust that the universe is meeting us in our momentum. And something that is really big here, really huge in trusting this process, trusting the journey, is to clear space, create space. This to me is an essential part of moving towards something big. If you are cluttered in your life, how are you going to have the space to be able to bring this newness in? So when I'm talking about clearing space, I'm talking about physically, energetically, emotionally clearing shit out. So Think about clearing out your fridge, cleaning out your fridge. Think about clearing out your pantry, clearing out your cupboards, creating space, getting rid of all of the dead weight in your physical space, in your home. Think about clearing out your inbox. Think about clearing out all of the people that you follow on social media who just you're not aligned with anymore or that just make you feel drained. Like physically, how can you create space in your life for newness? How can you clear out your calendar, get rid of all of the things that you've got in there that are just in there for the sake of being in there and aren't actually creating joy in your life, right? You need space in your life. I was um, doing some writing 
a couple of weeks ago, um, my morning pages. So that's just stream of consciousness. So literally just writing down whatever comes to mind as it comes to mind. And I was writing about something really big that I wanted to kind of work towards. And then as soon as I finished writing that thought out, the next immediate thought afterwards was I need to get rid of a whole bunch of Instagram, um, um, what's it called? Like people that I follow on Instagram. And had I not really understood the connection between clearing out space and bringing in something big and new, I would have thought that's a really random stream of thoughts to have. But as soon as I wrote it down, I was like, huh, interesting that that is the exact thought that followed my thought about wanting to do something big and new. So don't discount the amount of um, power there is in creating physical space in your life, getting rid of stuff that's just cluttering your space, your mind, and how that can help. Another way you can do this is through thinking about things like opening postures, right? Think about your physical body. Are you constantly closed over, arms crossed, legs crossed, hunched into yourself, being physically closed to the world and to the universe? Think about opening up your chest, stretching out, uncrossing your legs, unfolding your legs. Think about how your posture is when you're meditating. Open it up. I really love getting into, um, you know, like a butterfly pose with your legs in yoga and then laying back like a reclined butterfly pose, really opening up those hips, opening up those legs. And then if you roll a towel or get a um, foam roller or something round or even like a jar, a glass jar, and put it in between your shoulder blades so your shoulder blades really open up and expand around that round thing that's behind your back, laying back into that, like that is such a beautiful way for me to meditate or just to like lay and connect in with future visions. It's just a really, really opening posture of the body. So when we allow ourselves to have that space, have that opening, it's allowing us to create that welcoming energy for the universe to come and meet us in where we're at, to help the universe to open up more for us because we are energetically opening up to things coming into us and that process looking different to how we might expect it to look. And that's a really big thing with trusting that the universe is doing the work for you as well, is that it might come in a different way to what you were expecting. So if you are really closed off to creative things coming your way, then you're going to miss those opportunities. So creating space, having that opening, really trusting that every step along the way to you reaching your goal is just as big and part of the journey as actually reaching that goal. So let me quickly run through those again for you as a quick recap. So asking those questions at the start, are you expecting your future self to do it? And if you are, why can't your present self do it? Are you going to look back in five, 10 years time and regret not having done it? Why? Why can't you just be brave now and do it? Of course, if there's, you know, financial things, logistical things, work um, towards ways that you can move through those barriers. But if it's a go time, it's time to create that momentum, baby. Get excited. Number one, clarify and connect with your values. 
Connect in with that motivation, connect in with that deeper purpose and let that be your driver towards doing the big scary thing instead of those actions, you know, being the things that hold you back because you don't understand the the depth there. Number two, connect with how you'll feel after the action has been taken. Things like visualizations, future self-meditations, scripting. Number three, immerse yourself in a world where what you're seeking is normal. Go out and find families that you can meet with and chat with. Find podcasts, curate your social feeds, get those books from the library. Number four, find your support system, lean on them, let them be your champions, let them let them be there to hold you as things might feel a little bit scary along the way. Number five, slowly increase your capacity to push the edges of your boundaries. Don't think that it has to be all or nothing, right? Create that expansion and then allow yourself to come back with that bit of contract. Expand a little bit more, contract back. Number six, create safety for yourself. How can you tether yourself to safety as you do start pushing those boundaries, as you do start really bringing in that that action as your reality? Number seven, check in with your ego. Are there ego stories there that are holding you back, that are creating resistance? Notice them, recognize them, allow them to be there. Don't feel like you have to ignore it. You have to feel it to be able to move it. You have to acknowledge it. You have to notice that it's there. You can't just keep ignoring it. Acknowledge it, let it be there, and then start working towards ways that you can shift those beliefs and those stories. And you're probably never going to completely shift and move them for the record. They're probably always going to be there if those stories are really, really strong. But it's about knowing that your ego is going to be there to try and create safety. But it can also be that false sense of safety that stops you from growing. Number eight, trust that the transformation is in the journey. Notice those small steps. Enjoy those small steps. Allow yourself to create space, to create openings, to connect in with the universal energy there, ready to support you. And you're you're on your way. You're on your way. So there's so many things that you can do to start moving towards something that might feel really big and really scary. There's lots of ways that you can create safety for yourself, lots of exciting things that you can do and explore along the way and just trust and have so much um, self-love and self-compassion along this journey and this process because it is huge, right? The growth that we go through is so big, but I'm really here championing you to go and live that life that feels really inspiring and really exciting and Allow yourself to really connect in with that growth that happens along the way. And I hope that you hold so much pride for yourself. If you do start moving towards these things that do feel really scary, that is where we grow. That is where we expand. That is where the magic happens. There's there's going to be blocks along the way, knowing that that's part of the process. You've got this. I believe in you. Come and tell me in your dear in my DMs on Insta at Kieran underscore Lee about what your big action is going to be. I want to be there cheering you along the way. I'll be that support system from you for you. If you're looking for more support, of course, come and connect with me about energy coaching. But I so welcome you to come and just chat in my DMs about what you're moving towards. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Big love to you. Until next time. See you later.